Hi, it's Michael and David here presenting Small Business Banter. A healthy micro and small business sector means a successful economy and a more vibrant society. Small Business Banter is about helping regional business owners to prepare for the current challenges and also for the next stage of business success. I'm Michael Kerr, founder of Kerr Capital, advisors to business owners. Each week with David Gregory, CEO of the Small Business Mentoring Service, we'll interview a different small business expert or fellow business owner and operator. And they're going to share their best tips and insights for you, the listener. Small Business Banter is brought to you from the studios of 104.7 Gippsland FM and heard across Australia on the Community Radio Network. Thanks also to our supporters, Kerr Capital and the Small Business Mentoring Service. Taking a, a twist or a turn today, um, my co-host, David Gregory, is the CEO of the Small Business Mentoring Service. And uh, after now five or six episodes into the series, we've talked to a lot of, um, we've talked to four or five um, people that know a lot about small business, but the, the focus of today's episode is to outline exactly what Small Business Mentoring Service does for small business owners, and we're going to um, get David, my co-host, to talk about the service. Just before I start, though, to put it into context, David is the CEO uh, also of the Small Business Institute, an an offshoot of the Small Business Mentoring Service. He's uh, presented and recognised at the United Nations uh, to do with the Sustainable Development Goals, drafting, therefore thereof. Um, he's also vice chair of the Small Enterprise Association of Australia and New Zealand. Um, the uh, Small Business Mentoring Service has been mentoring for 35 years, so over 100 mentors nationally. That's a big organisation, David. Uh, welcome in. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, yeah, the organisation is an extraordinary beast. We, we have mentors in um, most states, uh, we currently operate nationally, and in particular as a re- result of COVID, we now offer all of our mentoring online as well as offline. Uh, our mentors are predominantly retired or semi-retired business people that simply want to give something back to the sector that's allowed them some, uh, some success in, in life. And we currently are looking for more mentors, and in particular, we're looking for more mentors in regional areas, those that have had the skills of of running a successful business and think that they could part, impart some of their wisdom to, to small businesses in their area. Yeah, so there's, um, I mean, I had an involvement uh, g- going back some time with the small business mentoring service, so a lot of really uh, experienced people who care about other small businesses. So, do you want to give just a little bit of a, a picture of the kind of people that business owners could access as mentors through through the service? Sure, sure. We have an in- incredible range of mentors. Our uh, youngest mentor is thirty two. We have mentors that go uh, right through to. Uh, captains of industries, um, people that have been CEOs, managing directors of, of medium-sized organisations through to large ones. We have financiers, uh, those that are involved in digital or online uh, areas. 
pretty much any area of business, we have a mentor that can assist. In fact, when a, a small business goes to uh, the SBMS website, they can access a mentor and choose a mentor based on skill, industry, location, and even language. We have 28 different languages that uh, our mentors cover as well. So in doing so, they can find a mentor that exactly aligns with their particular business need. Right. And the the the, the underpinning of the service is that it's uh, free to low cost? Is that... Yeah, there's a, a combination of uh, ways that people can access the service. First first of all, people can organically find us uh, online and go to our sbms.org.au uh, website. There they can choose for a mentor and uh, at substantially subsidised rate, they can uh, have that mentor um, come and work with them face-to-face or have one-to-one over phone, Zoom, uh, other internet means. Alternately, there are two mobile business centres in Victoria that we um, provide mentoring support through, and we also run a number of programs through local government, state government and federal government. Many of these are, are independently funded. We also provide programs through industry groups and, in fact, uh, many chambers of commerce, industry associations also have SBMS deliver mentoring um, to, to their members. Uh, does that include local government, economic development Sure. Departments. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we do a substantial amount of work with uh, economic development areas. We also do a lot of work within uh, bushfire impacted areas, uh, flood disaster support uh, type areas, uh, as well as uh, businesses currently impacted by, by COVID. And in fact, um, very clearly, many businesses would be seeking advice as to how they do anything from accessing funds or support uh, through to their own mental health and, and management of, of their staff offline. Okay. So at unusual times, as we, we've said a few times on this um, on this series, so what, what are the sort of things that the owners are reaching out about specifically at the moment? Is there any sort of pattern or trend? The, it always comes back to three key categories. It's always finance, marketing and planning. Now, within those three, there are iterations. So within marketing, because of what's happening, um, we have a greater call uh, for going online, for businesses seeking to take their products from being perhaps a retail premise uh, to an online environment or for them to explore opportunities to run their business more from home than they they ever used to. That's on, on the that side. They also seek uh, advice on financial matters as to how to manage their cash flow, uh, how to attract more customers, how to make more profit out of their individual products, perhaps how to explore new markets to uh, export or to target a different sector than they have in the past, and right through to planning to say, this is where we are today, where do we want to be five years' time, next week, next month, next year, all of those sort of things as well. The mentor's role there in, in those instances is to be able to give clarity and to give uh, the tools and templates in bite-sized pieces that allows a business uh, to manage their business better. Right. So there's a real um, opportunity for owners who uh, are struggling with could be any number of issues when you're running a small business. You, you know, you've been in small business. I yeah. the same, and um, and it's pick an issue sometimes, isn't it? It's like what am I going to tackle today? But is it, it? Would you be encouraging owners um, who are completely overwhelmed? or unclear about what they should focus on, just to ring one of the mentors and and have a discussion to help 
clear the air and 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 sort of you know start to figure out some of the things they should be working on sure sure we we have um, businesses all the time booking in uh, for a, a session to sit down with the mentor to talk about anything from uh, pre-startup to starting a business to running their existing business, to responding to disaster or challenges, right through to exiting a business. So any stage throughout the life cycle of a business, there are mentors that can align. And what's also particularly interesting is that um, we have 180 mentors. We don't have one mentor 180 times. There are 180 different mentors with different backgrounds, different skills and industries that they've worked in. So if a business works with a mentor and they have uh, met the needs that they were initially looking at, they can then look to transfer to an alternate mentor at any time um, in order to address another aspect of their business. So so within the the network of 180 advisors, there's um, a well-understood process of handing off, is it, where I'm out of my immediate domain expertise or area yeah. and you should go talk to yeah. Mary or, or in, in fact, uh, the mentor would facilitate that. So mm-hmm. uh, one of the great joys of SBMS is that the mentors in, in many cases are retired or semi-retired mm-hmm. or they've reached a level in their life where they want to give back and as such they don't have really an ego in the space. So if they're working down a pathway and they have moved out of the area of their expertise, they're more than happy to facilitate transfer over to somebody else who who has great expertise in that space. Yeah, look, um, I think you and I both strongly agree that, you know, the um, the having a successful and a vibrant small business sector is is key to the economy. Absolutely. Um, big, yeah. big businesses employ a lot of people, but at any one point in time, they, they can let go of a lot of people. Yeah. And there's a lot of um, uh, uncertainty about jobs long term and investment long term. So, you know, we, we're championing the idea that people in small business should do everything they can to uh, make their business more viable so they can pass it on. And yeah. I think that, that, um, and, and even more so in regional areas that, you know, losing a business that's viable but um, hasn't got a, a transition plan is um, it, it, it affects the business but also affects the community. It, it is hugely impactful. You know, I look at small businesses as being the village, um, that uh, when we look at regional communities in particular, that a, a an individual business can be the pivot point for a whole community, that uh, you know, in cases of bushfire and disaster, if you don't have the local supermarket, the local news agent, the local petrol station, the local fish and chip shop, all of those sort of things, they're the places that hold a community together. I also would say that um, small business isn't the engine room of the economy, it is the economy. When we look at what percentage it represents, well well north of 90% of all businesses are small. Um, so when that's the case, we have to nurture those businesses. We don't get big business without medium and we don't get medium without small. Yeah, excellent. Well said, David. Um, we are talking to David Gregory, the CEO of the Small Business Mentoring Service. One of the things that I've always um, uh, likened, uh, like the idea of, is championing the idea that even a micro business is still a proper business. It's um, not everybody has to create a business that is going to be 
uh, large or a unicorn in, in yeah. internet startup terms. So, um, you know, there people can get a lot of satisfaction, uh, financial reward out of if if it's by choice to to run a micro business, no employees, um, as well as you know, uh, if they want to scale. So you, you're you're there through the service to support those sorts of micro businesses as well as small and medium. A- absolutely, the, the, it is a um, misconception that people go into small business to become the next Bill Gates. Most often, a person goes into small business because. They want to have the independence of that small business. They want to create a, an environment um, for their family. Um, they also like eating three times a day. So they want to make an income that will support them and their family uh, in the lifestyle that they have. Having said that, I would suggest that small businesses are the hardest working people. Um, if you uh, if you looked at their hourly rate, uh, it would be minuscule in in relation to perhaps uh, other roles. But the the opportunities to be the master of your own destiny in small business is huge, and it is the cornerstone of every regional community. Yeah, and as we touched on earlier, it's um, uh, it's not just about your business. You're part of the commercial infrastructure of a, you know, of a regional town or a regional economy. And um, so where, where do you think um, the, the investment or the support should go uh, for, for small business owners um, specifically? What areas do you think need targeting more? Well, there's a there's a broad church in this space. When when I look at what uh, small businesses need to focus on, they need to look at their direction and how they can become sustainable. They need to look at how they can that's adapt. financially sustainable. Yeah, yeah, financially sustainable. But how how they can adapt to the new road. Now, you know, there's it's it's been a a, a discussion as to uh, what the road ahead is is going to be like post COVID. In my view, the new road is a different road. It doesn't mean it's a worse road. It's a different one. So businesses can explore opportunities to redefine their business and their direction, and they can seek mentoring advice as to how they can go about doing it. One of the the great challenges for small businesses is that they don't know what they don't know. So they need to bring in expertise that um, can give them um, some shining lights, some direction as to to the paths that they can take. And you know, getting a mentor or getting an advisor or getting consultants are ways that you can start to explore that space. So that's a really wise investment for people people to make. Independent of that, I think there is a great opportunity for businesses to work more collaboratively. And I think the new road is going to be that opportunity that in the past, a business can be in a main street and never visit the other businesses in that main street. I think the road ahead is where we cross-promote where a business, particularly in a regional area, not only promotes their own goods, but they promote the other regional attractions, the other regional businesses, the other tourism opportunities, and similarly getting those other regional attractions and opportunities to promote them. Is that a bit like that golden mile of cars analogy? <laughs> yes. It doesn't matter what dealership, um, if you've got 10 of them you know, in, in the, on the Nepean Highway or wherever, yeah. the Hume Highway. Uh, that you're going to get more people. So yeah. the, the collaborative thing is about um, then then sort of lifting up out of what what your particular business does to the the attractions of 
the area, the region, the other businesses in town as a place to holiday. It seems that uh, based on a call we had with uh, Joe Palmer, regional businesses, you know, many of them are gearing up for some 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 really uh, buoyant times ahead. I think there is absolutely um, huge opportunities within regional areas. I think there's also a reality that's going to um, be with us, with us for quite some time. The fact that uh, we've had challenges with border closures, people are going to want to shop at home, they're going to want to buy local, they're going to want the experiential components of uh, regional towns where they can go to uh, the main street of a town and have a cheese platter and a glass of wine at, at the local winery and they can buy the, the uh, local artisan type um, products uh, as well as experience the the reason why people move into those regional areas in the first place, the true beauty of um, the Australian regional areas. Yeah, look, it's, it, look um, certainly challenging right now, but it seems that um, using your time well, um, if you are impacted in your business right now, um, there is an opportunity to, to start to think about the medium or the longer term, what you need to do in your business and how you might need to restructure and you know or change it. So um, that's where your mentors play a very big role. Do you um, do you as an organisation cross pollinate or deal with other uh, similar services? Or yeah. do you want to talk a bit about some of those partnerships you have that could help owners? Sure, we we work uh, very closely with pretty much all of the regulators and agencies. In particular, um, I can highly recommend and support the small business commissioners in each state. The opportunities that uh, they provide in mediation of uh, commercial leases and things like that uh, are huge and uh, they are extremely low cost uh, but very, very successful. Similarly, we work with the BEC network, the Business Enterprise Centres. We work with the ACCC, ASIC, Fair Work Ombudsman, ATO, all of those agencies and can provide advice uh, within that space. We also work uh, collaboratively with Beyond Blue and Red Cross, uh, the agencies that really look after people at times of crisis. Excellent. Yeah. What um, you were a, a small business owner yourself. I, ha- uh, I have prior been. to becoming an executive of a small business organisation. Um, do you want to share a little bit about some of the experience and how it informed? You know what you do now, and your empathy for the small business owner. Sure. Uh, at, at one stage, I was uh, involved with Coles Meyer and uh, was advertising manager there, and I went out on my own. And my primary customer was uh, the organisation I had left. When they decided to go in house, uh, I almost went bankrupt. So I fully recognise that uh, if you're in small business, you will have fear of your letterbox at some stage. I had that. Now, post that, my wife and I imported eel skin products out of Korea, uh, perfume out of Provence. Um, we had um, a education business. Uh, we, we were doing computer-based training. So we've had quite an eclectic background in, in small business. I've been with the Small Business Mentoring Service for now uh, almost uh, 13 years and uh, it's an absolute joy. I get to work with people that have been absolute champions in their businesses, but they're also the sorts of people that have walked the walk, fallen in holes, and they have the experience and knowledge um, of how they manage to pull themselves out of it so that they can impart that wisdom to small businesses so that those businesses don't fall in those holes in the first place. Yeah. Look, um, yeah, someone looking forward for them. Um, what would your 
in closing, I think we're we're coming up to our allocated time, and and as you know, we um we've got to get back to our jobs. And um, what what would your plea be to um small business owners, firstly, and then to to in terms of taking action, and secondly to uh, some of those partner organisations, the government about supporting small business right now. Yeah. So in the first instance. First of all, if you're in a small business, well done. That's a gutsy effort and you you are worthy of whatever support can be given. Secondly, recognise that you don't know everything and that you can't possibly know everything. And even if you do, that there are things that you as the boss or the owner of the business should um, pass on to other people to do. Thirdly, surround yourselves with experts. Now, whether that be through SBMS or any of the other agencies and networks around the place, that that by surrounding yourself with experts, you're uh, widening your breadth of knowledge. You should also be looking to upskill, particularly during times of uh, like this, where you have an opportunity or some time to upskill and learn some new skills uh, online. And uh, lastly, uh, my plea to government is to um, remember that the line, uh, a small business is the engine room of the economy, is not just a line within a speech. It it is a a reflection of uh, the, the lives and livelihoods of so many people across Australia, and they absolutely need whatever support through tax, through um, regulation, regulation reform, uh, through uh, support through single-touch payroll, uh, through all of those sort of areas, there is an absolute need for government to um, make small business priority one in regrowing the economy. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, uh, in, in regional areas, you know, attracting a couple of new businesses can, you know, uh, can be done quickly and and it can be done more easily than um, waiting for a large corporate to yeah. make a decision over many many years david that's been um, it's been really interesting hearing um, both your personal experience as an owner which I'm sure the listeners would uh, would value and, and welcome and also the role that small business mentoring service and the small business Institute play in supporting small businesses and micro businesses, you know, virtually across the country now. So congratulations on all that. Um, Thank you for your time. And uh, I'll look forward to joining you next week back in the other chair as co-host. Okay, excellent. Thanks. Thanks, Michael. Good on you, David. Well, that was my very interesting chat with my co-host turned interviewee, David Gregory, CEO of the Small Business Mentoring Service. As you can tell, very committed and passionate about supporting small businesses across the country. Been an interesting period. I don't like that term interesting, but let's call it that for what it is uh, for the last, particularly the last three to four months. And the objective of this show is to share uh, wisdom and insights and tips from people that care about, know about small business. So I just wanted to recap for the last couple of minutes on a couple of things that we think need to be uh, reinforced. Um, I think a call to arms for all uh, small business owners to um, do what you need to do and that, you know, communicate, seek out support, whether it be personally or for the business. Um, 
it is tough running a small business, but the rewards are there and the um, the opportunities to build a micro business or a small business, they're all legitimate. You just got to do what, uh, what you want to do, um, but also uh, make sure you get the right support. So particularly um, for owners to also communicate more broadly to those in the with power and influence. We're talking about your local government and federal government, state government, anybody that will listen. Have a chat to them and uh, and talk to them about you know why small business is so important to a vibrant and strong economy. Dave and I both think that it's the key to our our path forward out of this um, environment we find ourselves in. So you're all champions for being in small business. So um, keep telling people that. Um, we also know that there's challenges and issues. Reach out and get help. Particularly, uh, there was a couple of things that we thought uh, were worth reinforcing. You heard from David, there's a lot of support available, but let's talk about a couple of things. I'm going to pick three things. Um, the best the best place to go, and, and the, the other partner organisation that David referenced was the Australian Small Business and Family Enterprise Ombudsman's Office, Kate Carnell. She's doing, or they are doing a power of work to support small businesses across a range of issues, and there are many if you wanted to pick a few, let's make 150k asset write-off permanent. Let's talk about simplifying employee awards for small business owners and, and the awards that govern their employees in the businesses and the industries they're in. Mind-blowingly complex and easy to trip up and make mistakes. So that's an example of something that can be easily simplified. With uh, single-touch payroll you know, coming in or already in for many business owners, there's a lot that that mechanism or that tool can be used for besides just reporting on your payroll obligations. We um, we think there's a bunch of other uh, reporting requirements for business owners that can be incorporated into the single touch payroll facility. So there's a couple of things. Certainly go out there and talk proudly about small business, get the support you want, follow Australian Small Business and Family Enterprise Ombudsman and the issues they're pursuing. Amongst other things, in recent times, they've been going after large corporates for paying small business owners on time. And that's you know, it's, it's been an un, unbalanced relationship for a long time. So we, we endorse and, and um, we need more people to, to jump on that bandwagon. So the key for, for you small business owners is to keep doing what you do, be proud of it, get support. And uh, we are all in this together, especially in regional areas. Small business is more than that that one business. It, it, it connects the community. It, it reinforces each other's businesses. So you know, let's look beyond also your own business, make it viable, but also think about the rest of the businesses that, that form that community, that local economy. So that's all for today's episode of Small Business Banter. David and I continue to be inspired by bringing you small business experts and hearing your stories. For any of the links, resources or information we've talked about on the show today or to contact David or I, please head over to smallbusinessbanter.com. And David and I would love you to tune in at the same time next week for another episode of Small Business Banter.